Hello, Mary. Hi, Jonathan. Oh, so excited to see you. <laughs> Me too. I um, I'm really excited for people to get to know our friend Rebecca. Me too. I feel like Rebecca is one of the most. How how would you describe Rebecca to someone、mm. who doesn't know Rebecca? She's like, um, I just want to hug her. Like, I just、mm. want to like put my head in her. Like, this is gonna get weird, so I shouldn't even. I just want to hug her.、Mm. We'll keep it at that.、Mm. I feel no, like but,、uh, I feel like Rebecca is a bit of like. A forest goddess, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, and she, and it's like she's like a queen, but like an approachable queen,、mm-hmm. very much so. And very much so. she's very like regal to me, but like you said, forest regal, farm、mm-hmm. life regal,、mm-hmm. queen of pentacles.、Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that、Big、for、time. sure. Yeah, and like also, but make it bedazzled. Exactly, exactly. She has Venus and Libra too. So,、um, well, people will get to. Feel Rebecca's vibe, but something that I feel like we should probably tell people too is that when we invited Rebecca,、um, so Rebecca is an astrologer. Rebecca is a psychic. Rebecca is an oracle. And something that we thought would be fun is to have Rebecca do a little reading for us, like Jonathan and Mary, and also for the spirit of our podcast.、Mm-hmm. And wow, I was just like, I was tearing up. Throughout that reading part,、mm. as soon as you brought that up, I have like full body chills thinking about it, and I do want to cry. It was really special. I can't、yeah. wait to re-listen to it again、mm. and again because、mm-hmm. it was so meaningful and like, what a g- generous gift for、mm-hmm. both of us that、mm-hmm. she just brought it.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.、Mm. So. Something that we should probably also say before we let people get to the conversation is,、um, Rebecca is going to be the thirteenth reader in in the Magician Stable, which is how you and I met actually. So,、mm-hmm. Magician Stable is an offering by Britton Larue for people who are emerging as readers, who wants to be、uh, sharing their magical gifts and holding space for people. And yeah, what else would you say about Magician Stable, Mary? I would say. It changed my life, like it、mm. really did.、Mm. I so many of the people who I've met through that, including Rebecca, who I knew, and we'll get into this more, I think, in the conversation. But <clears throat> it's it's really a special place,、mm-hmm. and if you follow either of us, we've probably heard us talk about it. And there's a few other places you could hear us talk about it. But if you feel called to it,、um, You should do it because、mm-hmm. it it's really really special. Yeah, I I would agree. I would agree. I feel myself kind of welling up with tears a little bit thinking about that、yeah. first year of Magician's Table, <laughs> and um yeah, and the journey we've kind of walked since then. But I, I guess another thing I should add is the thirteenth reader. So the the container、mm. is. Uh, limited to twelve participants plus the thirteenth reader, and the thirteenth reader is both、um, a support for the container for the participants, and also for Britain who is running the class. So,、um, I guess it's like I don't know. It's kind of like a teaching assistant, but I think it's more like holding the energetics of the container. Would you say? Yeah, and I feel like there's a. There's a lot of trust 
from what I witnessed, like the people who mm. are in that role, um, Britain doesn't just choose any old idiot. <laughs> I mean, she started off with a pretty good one. Um, no, it's like it's it's something that I think you guys are in like a sweet club too. Mm -hmm. Like it's really it's really cool for me to see our friend get to be in that role and like what this is going to open up for her. Mm -hmm. Totally. Totally. I've just really loved getting to know Rebecca and yeah, we talk all about that in the conversation, but um, I've known Rebecca now for like almost three years. I think this is the third year uh, that we know each other and yeah, she's such a special person. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think people um people will have fun with this. So you yeah. think Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's get to it. This is our conversation with Rebecca Paget. Welcome to our podcast, Rebecca. Mary and I are so excited that you're here. <laughs> so, so excited. So much for having me. <laughs> is it um, too early in the podcast to say that my life is better with you both in it? Oh, we'll take that anytime. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just so grateful to be here. And I, I truly, yeah, I truly mean that. Mm. Thank you. It feels really good to have you here. I feel like um, this is kind of a long time coming. And Mary and I have been talking about this for what feels like forever now, having you here. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I think early on when we start, started, um, yeah, just the like ways that this could go. You're we like, what if we brought all our friends on? What if Rebecca came? <laughs> and you're here this is already a, a dream come true wow. dream uh, list of person on our podcast totally Aww. yes thank you so much what mm -hmm. an honor mm -hmm. yeah love you both love you love you too rebecca <laughs> <laughs> this is just already like such a cozy little pig a cozy pile little of nook that we're creating eating. exactly <laughs> Um, so for our listeners who may not know who you are, Rebecca, do you want to tell us a little bit, um, yeah, just introduce yourself a little bit to um, our listeners, what you do, uh, where you're calling in from, and anything else you might want to share with everyone? Okay, well, um, uh, my name is Rebecca Padgett, and um, I am calling in from Ontario, Canada. It's pretty cold here right now. Lots of snow, <laughs> counting the days till early spring. And um, so my, yeah, what do I, what am I doing with my time here? Um, well, I'm an artist and I've been practicing that for a while now in and out of different um, mediums and exploration time. Um, yeah, I live in the country, so I find that having big open space for me to contemplate and to come to my work in, in that sort of um, spaciousness feels really, um, yeah, just really good good for me, good for my soul. And um, 
in terms of my service work, um, I am referring to myself these days as an oracle. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I play and, and um, am of service to spaces um, in the unseen world to provide information to hopefully um, support and help people. Mm. So I'll begin there. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And recently I'm, I'm interested and, in, and in really taking up a lot of space exploring the, how those two places meet, mm. you know, the creative, the um, psychic spaces, intuitive spaces. So that's sort of my main uh, interest these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it automatically makes me want to say like, well, I've experienced your gifts in that way because I've done one-on-one with Rebecca and working on um, using your practices toward making art. So yeah, it's been awesome. Thank mm. you, Mary. Yeah, it was, it's been so fun to connect with you that way mm-hmm. and support you in your own practice and customizing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, yeah. Really fun. Really fun. And I think it's it's something that a lot of people would benefit from and maybe they ha- they have practices they're already doing but I my experience working with you has been like what am I like when I sit down to make something like what do I do to facilitate that and just being very present with that experience instead of just like uh I'm not really in the mood for it or maybe I am in the mood for it but like making it a sacred practice it feels much more connected to spirit than just sort of a random mood. Yeah, I can really relate to that. I feel like, um, you know, previous to finding this worker being trained in it, um, I was coming to those experiences, you know, naturally, or even coming into those spaces from a, um, grasping space Mm. where, um, we're now with having the skills and the knowledge um, to create these sort of more sacred times and to be, um, you know, bringing in the intention. It's just like it expands it so much more and you can just drop into that flow so much easier. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really, as you were speaking, Rebecca, I was really thinking about that idea of the flow state and um how so often for many of us who are doing artistic work or even spiritual work, like that is kind of why we do it in the first place, you know, because we want to experience that flow state. I was just reading a book about how there was a study done on um, artists and how, you know, artists who are really prolific seems to be furiously working on their art. And then once they're done, they kind of don't care about the product and they just kind of move on into the next thing because, what really fed them was being in that flow state and like really being mm. um, tapped in, in in some shape or form. And um, yeah, I was kind of hearing that from wow. from what you were saying before. Yeah, that really resonates with me for sure. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, and that's so nice to have that um, like non attachment to the work after as well, because mm. now it feels like. So it's just like my world and it's so devotional, mm-hmm. you know, to show up that way to 
whatever wants to appear there or if there's you know an idea that you know sticks with me for a while like I have this one that I'm working on right now it's been with me for years um and you know to have that <laughs> to have that space I'm, I've lost my train of thought here for a second bring me back well, it's because you went so cosmic, imagining your connection. I went there. <laughs> yeah, I got Neptune took me away for a minute. Okay, I'm back. You got psychedelic <laughs> there. I did. We love it. It's happening kind of easily today. I'm just going to put that oh. out there, which will be beneficial for some things, but you know, mm -hmm. speaking might be a little, you know, mm -hmm. out there. But anyways, yeah. um, there was there was a place where I was going with that with um. What did you, what was your question, Jonathan? Yeah, it wasn't really a question. I think we were just talking about the flow state and and the connection, yes. the bridge, um, oh, the flow state being the bridge between artistic and spiritual practices. Mm -hmm. And you had mm -hmm. said you had an idea you've been working with for a while, and how it's I don't know how that's changed. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it just how. Um, that space, it just sort of comes in that space and it's always sort of with me and building. Yeah. In terms of coming to how, you know, you, I'm devoted to this practice right now, this artistic practice that I'm going to start creating this year sometime, you know, and it feels like I'll, I will um, dedicate the time to be there and to put the work together. But then when that's gone, it leaves. So the other new thing can come in. You know, mm -hmm. so in terms of like describe, trying to describe what that um, feels like for me um, as these, um, it's my imagination. It's these downloads from allowing my imagination to, you know, run wild, to take up that space, to um, allow myself dream time, mm -hmm. you know, daydream time mm -hmm. when I was... Um, a little girl I used to think I was kind of weird because I would spend a lot of my time looking out the window and and now I now know that these were um because they were coming in psychically you know in the clairvoyant way I would I was mm. receiving so many images um but at the time I thought maybe I was just a little weird you know I didn't realize that's what it was mm. <laughs> well that does make me think about your the Claire's, and I don't know if that's something you want to talk about a little bit, or we can wait. Um, feelings, Rebecca? Yeah, call. I'm happy to talk about it now, yeah. or um, and maybe that might be nice if we are going to do um, a reading that maybe for the listeners to they can sort of tap into maybe you know how I'm sensing the reading that might mm -hmm. be nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a part of my um, psychic development um, has been through um, working with the Claire's. So really working with the four main ones, but there's actually many, <laughs> like limitless number. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's um, the clairvoyance, which is the clear seeing, which I feel a lot of people are familiar with. So that's receiving the imagery. Again, that one is probably my uh, most natural because mm. as an artist, it's just something that's always um, been there for me. 
Um, and then there's clear audience, which is hearing. So you can, you know, hear messages or voices. Um, and then the clear cognizant, which is um, a clear knowing. So just having this deep knowing that we can express. And then the clairsentience, which is um, feeling. Mm -hmm. And so working with those um, with those four clairs, I'm really tapping into the senses to then relay what how um, I am seeing, feeling, hearing, or knowing the information to come through the reading. Yeah. Um, and I also want to say that I feel. <laughs> using the word feel here and you'll hear me <laughs> say that a lot because that's how I like it's all about feeling mm -hmm. that's how I enter and I feel like that's if you want to start this work and the place to start is to start with the feeling sense mm. that would be my advice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. brings us in yeah 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 so one of the things that Mary and I are really excited to um have you share with us in this podcast conversation is um, if you could do a reading for us actually for this podcast for my collaboration with Mary and um, yeah so before we get into that is there anything you would like to share Rebecca about the process of doing that and then you know after the short reading we can kind of go back to maybe talking a little bit about that process talking a little bit about your work with other people um, and your journey but um, yeah we thought that's a good place to start and I'm curious what you usually tell people or how you usually communicate about the process of the reading and your own internal process around it yeah I'd love to and like full disclosure for your listeners, I have not done this for a podcast before or <laughs> for two people at once. So, you know, we're just going to see. Yeah. Like it's uh, definitely a big um, trusting moment. And, you know, I um, love and trust you both so much. So, you know, let's do it. I'm here mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I guess, um, you know, bringing us into the process, then what I'll do is take us into... Um, just a short grounding, just to bring us into the body, because um, from my experience, the body is a pretty big part in it, you know, to come into the body and to actually be accessing all those clairs, the senses. So I'll bring you in there and we'll get grounded, come into the heart. Um, you know, there's a little practice that I'll be kind of doing on my own that sort of opens up all of my um, channels and um it's a very loving space so i always say to people that you know what you're meant to hear today is you know what what you'll hear so to, to just trust that and it's all coming from a place of of love mm -hmm. so yeah i um invite um you both then to maybe come into more of a receptive space and to um you're uh, welcome to engage with me, um, but also maybe um, you can also wait until the end because I will give you space um, to ask questions as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll just sort of keep it as, because I want to sort of state, remain in the channel as much as possible because <laughs> I can get out of conversation into conversation with you both pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, there but there will be space at the end to... Um, 
just to ask any questions that's come up through the reading. So just mm -hmm. know that. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I think that feels good. Is there any questions that you both have before we we begin? Not for me. Mm. No. Okay. All right. Let's do it. You may hear me deep breathe a little bit because, again, it is a very physical experience for me. So I'll try Amazing. to, you know, do that off the mic a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's just... Um... Take some time to come into our bodies and notice our breath. And we're going to bring that breath down to the base of the spine. Find our root. And breathing into that place that supports us, allowing the roots to come from the base of the spine, through the legs, through the feet. And with each breath going deeper into the ground, until finally hitting the core of the earth, tapping into that beautiful earth energy, breathing in and out. And as we exhale, just allowing yourself to sink deeper into that beautiful energy of mother earth. Now we're going to bring that energy up our cord grounding roots up through the feet and the legs and into that base of the spine just really breathing in and being with that grounded supported energy Okay, now we're going to come up into the, the heart, the heart space. And um, just coming into this space and noticing how you are today. No judgment here. And coming into that space of love and deep gratitude for being here with you both today. So grateful. Thank you. And so when you're ready, if I could have you both, or, you know, one at a time in a total of three times, say the name of the podcast, that would be great. My life is better with you in it. My life is better with you in it. My life is better with you in it. Thank you. <laughs> Such a beautiful title. Okay, so we're going to come in here starting at the physical level. 
We're just coming in to see what information wants to come through for the energy of this podcast. Anything specific for Mary and Jonathan? And so on this level, I receive images of both of your faces and you're smiling and laughing and you are like running around in circles in this very childlike joyous manner <laughs> and I can't help but not laugh because there's such a vibrant fun playing energy to it and so receiving that on the physical level I, I hope or there's an invitation possibly of you know, keeping that it fun, <laughs> having a good time, being a child. Yeah, don't be afraid to, yeah, just beam it out, you know, express like a child. Mm. Mm. It's hard to leave because I'm having a good time here with you both. <laughs> And like, it feels like there's a number five coming up. Like maybe it's like five-year-olds, like that mm. time mm. period. Yeah. Yeah. And so I am receiving like um, a message, like um, words of like, don't, you know, to not take it too seriously to, you know, just to continue to um, keep the energy, like the energy feels like it is this childlike thing. So, you know to keep it light maybe if things um you know come in where there's yeah just you know life moments where things get challenging sometimes to just um bring some of that um golden childlike energy there that will help help you both help the the pod to exist um which i feel is the foundational level is that um childlike fun yeah mm. okay Love that. we're gonna go into the emotional now and see what wants to come in through here and so right away here i see an image of um it's interesting because it feels like one of those um diagrams that they would have of like soil and it shows it like dipping down and going quite deep and um I, yeah so I and then I have the feeling of depth <laughs> so you know just as much as there's this childlike sort of um you know coming at it physically with that um vibrancy and joyousness there's also emotionally a lot of depth here you know that may be sort of under under the surface and I think that this emotional place is what um, makes it really interesting to me um, and it feels fertile because it's soil um, it feels like there's a lot there so I think that um, there's longevity to it and there's depth to it 
in this emotional space of where this is coming from. So again, I'm just sort of seeing here if there's anything in terms of like, um, I like to receive some practical guidance here of um, just around how to um, work with this depth because it's just like it's um, continuing to grow up and up and the ideas are coming and the emotions are flowing and they're very much connected to the creativity of the podcast and so really to trust that depth and the emotion of it is what I'm hearing. Mm. Yeah, I'm sort of seeing the imagery of um, like of the cup in the, this feels very specific, but I know that you both are familiar with the tarot, but it's like um, six of cups energy where I'm seeing the cup and it has all of the um, flowers and um, yeah, just beautiful, natural qualities in there. Mm. Six of cups energy, that kind of emotion that maybe is um, it makes me want to ask a question here to you both of like, do you feel that you have known each other for a long time? Do you feel that you've played together before um it feels like i actually feel emotional now like i feel like i want to cry because it's um it's just like that childlike feeling when when you know you're a kid and you get to go play with like your best friend <laughs> you know like it's like that feeling yeah and it's like it's like deep but it's also so fulfilling Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I'll leave that there and maybe something for you to explore of the the quality of maybe lifetimes or different dimensions where you've played before together. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go into the um the mental realm now. Well, right away, I see Mary's face pop up here, <laughs> very vibrant, and um, there's many ideas flowing through here for Mary, and excitement. Yeah, it comes in like a stream, is how I see it. It's these streams of ideas flowing, very natural and um, wide-eyed, vibrant. It feels, again, important to say to keep that stream running for you, Mary, to keep that flow, you know, coming in with that mind because there's um, a lot of um, beauty there and there's a lot of rich ideas coming in there and to keep that flow coming and and the message is to let you know that it's okay if they don't all come to fruition but um they're they're really there and flowing and they're they're amazing and beautiful to just keep bringing that forward mm. 
And when I come into, it's really interesting because I'm seeing you like, obviously you're together, but in this space, I see you as separate and how you're working sort of separately with it, I feel maybe. Mm. And so Jonathan, it's like you're coming in with this sort of steady line, you know, holding the space for it, the foundation for it, like the grounded mental space of like knowing the container that you're wanting to, um, create possibly with each episode or or you have this um um idea of the um like base foundation of it of how you hold it it seems um yeah and here like you know this is a familiar energy of being space with you before but i feel this here is that again it's that um blue night sky tone of like mm. how you hold space in the ether in this mental way yeah and so it does seem like these two energies that are different coming together which i want to honor um yeah and like that's where it's unique and special Mm. um so i want to say for your ideas that they are both unique and special and how you're coming together to explore that is sort of where that magic happens and each owning um, and honoring your own different approaches. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, we're going to go into the spiritual now. Okay, so um, the first thing coming in that I see is um, spiraling light. You know, it's like, um, it's that um, kind of light that's so bright you can't actually see it. I hope that um, makes sense as I explain this. It's hard for me to sometimes describe this light or certain colors in this realm because they're, they feel like they're not um, of the, you know, in this, in the earth plane. So I'll do my mm-hmm. best here, but um yeah, it is like this um, spiraling energy is what it, it's like a coil is how I see it. And it's um, beautifully vibrant, opalescent, like blow your eyes out kind of um, color light that I'm seeing. And so it feels like this podcast has a spiritual connection and has um some kind of movement to it I want to say so like there's um there's an energy that feels um like greater like it's a part of a a greater thing and I'm getting um sensation down the left side of my body which usually in these uh, these um sessions would make me say that this feels important to say to you you know that I feel that this I hope coming into this space that, you know, sometimes we can get lost in the um the mundane or the details, but but coming at this um podcast spiritually, it feels like it has some um, great capacity to it hmm. and a lot of light. Cyclical, I guess, too, the way that it's spinning. And to honor that. 
So I want to come in here and just actually see, because the image um, keeps just showing, like that's the main image that I'm getting here, but I want to come into the actual possible spirit of the podcast and see if it has anything to say hmm. or any other guides. Okay, so I'm hearing to um, let this podcast be a bright light. Allow it to change and flow as you both do. Allow your conversations to bring you into that playful childlike energy and to, to really just enjoy this time together as it is part of a bigger whole and a bigger piece in where you're going with it, where you're both going together and where you're both going in terms of your own growth and soul path and just feels like a really poignant moment. And again, I'm feeling that sensation down the, rest, uh, the left side of my body. And the feeling that I have is like an uplifting feeling and um, there's definitely a couple guides there around it. It's It feels that as though they are um, orchestrating outside of this, um, like you are both like in the um, coil spinning around and having a great time. And there's almost like these um, guides that are, you know, um, like playing with you and like pulling and be like, no, you go over here, <laughs> you know? So I think that there is some type of bigger energy to it is, is what I'm feeling and, and to just really, um, trust in it and, and don't be afraid for it to really shine and be vibrant. So I want to come into this space because honestly, I just could keep going forever here. <laughs> oh, I love this space. And um, to be here with you both feels so, so beautiful. But I want to come into a space where um, I can give you some time to see if anything's come up along the way or if you have any inquiries of the podcast that you want to explore here. Mary, okay what's coming up for you? <laughs> um, this seems like a well, it's not silly, but I'm curious if there are specific colors that come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so. <clears throat> Again, it's really hard for me to describe it because it feels um, like something that's not natural here on the earth plane, but the it's like this vibrant tonal shifting colors and the color that I see first is like a blue, but again, it's that phosphorescent blue. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, and, you know, then shifting into like pink and purple and then there's like the green that comes in. So it feels... Um, like opally multicolored but like blasting with light i hope that makes sense there is this um 
what it's bringing up for me is there's this Agnes Pelton painting called The Blessed. And that's like, that's sort of what I'm getting here. And I think that she painted what I'm seeing here beautifully, like the, the tone of color. And mm -hmm. I can send that painting to you after. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Jonathan. I feel that everything you're saying so far is so resonant. Rebecca, mm -hmm. it's wild. I I love the reminder of like keeping it fun and keeping it flowing and also <laughs> evolving. Like that feels very true. Um and you know as you know like with any project, right? As we are continuing like sometimes there can be like a heaviness or a seriousness that comes in, you know, as you start to get deeper into the project and you as you start to take the collaboration uh more seriously but i i feel so realigned and refreshed by that reminder so i really mm -hmm. appreciate that mm -hmm. thank you so much i'm so glad it brings up how some of the names that we threw around were like having fun and feeling good <laughs> and <laughs> totally and casually <laughs> serious <laughs> well I mean, it's a good time, let me tell you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I feel that here. Wow. I love that. Aww. Thank mm. you so Thank much you so for much. those reflections. So i just like to, if you feel um, ready to close, I just want to bring mm -hmm. us back. Okay, so we're just going to come in and now place our hands on our heart. And coming into this beautiful heart space the space of deep gratitude and I'm just so incredibly grateful and blessed for you both in my life thank you so much mm. and when you're ready we can return return to the podcast <laughs> oh yeah that's still <sighs> happening <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Oh, thank you, Rebecca. That was so thank beautiful. Oh, thank you both. Yeah, what a pleasure. And thank you for the opportunity to explore this on a podcast. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It went well. I feel much more um, relaxed. Mm -hmm. That's the trick. Every time we get someone here, here, just go through the four for us, the yeah. four realms, the four pillars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, and I find that with some um, folks after, you know, they have the experience with me, that there is this sense of relaxation. Yeah, you know, I think there's something healing that occurs within the exchange of it. Mm -hmm. From my experience, yeah. For sure, for sure, yeah. How how is that experience for you, Mary? Um. I feel really settled in my chair now, like very grounded here. And I think that also speaks to so much of Rebecca's, my experience with Rebecca's work is that it's like really being in your body so that you can go to those other spaces mm. that are um, so connected, but it can feel distant. And so mm. like right now I feel very close to you guys like I'm like oh we were having a little cozy thing before but now it's like 
really really cozy i know <laughs> how about you yeah <laughs> it was amazing yeah, i really good. felt like there was um there was a lot of clarity coming in and i i think it's so fascinating to have it spoken from your mouth rebecca because so much of it were things that we either have talked about before mary mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. things that i think i've always kind of felt but maybe didn't know how to place and contextualize and i think that's also been a lot of my experience working with you too in in um in like a reading space where what i'm hearing really helps me place the things that I know and the things that I'm sensing and feeling into like a larger picture. Like it, mm -hmm. it's suddenly kind of, you know, the other day, actually, this is interesting, Rebecca, because you're not in this container with us, but um, in Astrology as Praxis, we were talking about how um, embodiment is actually about coming into greater harmony of like all the different bodies that we have. Like we have our physical body, we have our mental body, spiritual body, emotional body. And I feel like, as mm -hmm. we were talking about this in the class, that embodiment is about kind of being the conductor that brings the whole orchestra together. You kind of came into my mind as someone who does that. Like I feel mm -hmm. whenever I get a reading from you that there is like a realignment from all these different dimensions that sometimes are doing different things, you know, and rightfully so, right? Like it makes sense that they're doing different things, but in that space of kind of looking at them one by one, it really helps to kind of bring it all into alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the visual that I'm getting when I when I feel into being in space with Rebecca is very much like these separate pieces are being woven as like a, bra a braid mm. because it can feel like it's somehow disparate, but like yeah. it all is cohesive when you like let it move through you mm -hmm. mm. wow thank you both so much mm -hmm. for those reflections because that's what it feels like you know it feels like you know my teacher mary always says you have to believe that you're multi-dimensional mm -hmm. so once i can get in my body and actually start to believe that then you know, I start to kind of tap into all of these different worlds. And then through my voice, through all of the clairs that can just come through. And I love the part that you spoke about, Jonathan, with the clarity, because I find that for people in session, um, you know, it's hard to describe exactly what each person needs when they would come to me, you know, because mm -hmm. I think it is quite different depending and, um, but I think that after there's just this, um, moment that I trust because I'm just trusting what I'm seeing and feeling and being like, I'm just going to say this to this person. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't know, it doesn't, you know, necessarily mean anything to like me personally. Um, mm -hmm. but there's this thing where, um, at the end, the person is just so, grateful because I think it is those unseen things or these things that we feel but we don't know how to express that when someone else is reflecting them to us it can be so powerful and that's mm -hmm. in a lot of what I've experienced yeah it's so beautiful I'm so grateful I get to do it like it's just such a place of like ease 
and beauty and deep gratitude, you know, mm -hmm. that I get mm -hmm. to do this. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's interesting, Rebecca, because um, we met through Britain's Charting Your Course, the very, very first iteration. And watching you, witnessing you in your journey, like from that point into now, this feels like such a natural place for you that I'm almost like a little surprised that this wasn't like your first modality, you know, because it just feels like you've been doing this for, for a long time. Does it feel like that for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And um, yeah, and I think that it sort of felt like that. Like I had to kind of like, you know, it was something that I've always had and I've had to like go away from it mm. to then come back to it through maybe a different lens of like seeing it. Um, because like it, again, it's just a place that I've had always is this you know imaginative space this place where i explored and received visionary visions um and then you know i had 10 years as um like a large-scale painter and so i didn't realize i didn't have all this information back then mm -hmm. but i was practicing being in that space and connecting to something else like constantly mm -hmm. um through my devotion of showing up to do the paintings, my devotion to um, how I use my tools. And the more that you just practice, 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 then I was able to tap into that flow state. It'd be like 25 paintings and then like one painting, you get that moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I always knew it was like, I was so in the body, but then it was outer body. Like someone had grabbed the paintbrushes and did it for me and then I would step back like almost come back into my body and be like mm -hmm. step away like don't touch <laughs> don't touch mm -hmm. it there it is it happened um so that was sort of a practice that then you know when I came into the psychic training I was like oh I know this mm -hmm. oh I know this I've been doing it for a while you know and this is like my happiness place you know so yeah, it's been quite a journey to like, you know, come back home, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it really speaks to human time not really mattering because the familiarity that you have with that experience of knowing like something else is going on right now, you know, like even if you never articulated it out loud, it's just yeah those that knowing and that yeah. you you had glimpses of it over the years and really it's like lifetimes I'm sure but but that it was never just like okay and now I am doing this work you know like there's yeah. <laughs> there's over your whole yeah. life and especially like even your work that yeah. you were doing with like beauty, which is also such an interesting conversation yeah. that you and I have been having <laughs> about like, um, yeah, the energy behind that and how it's really about mm -hmm. like, I don't know, actually, I'd rather hear you tell me more yeah. if you feel like talking yeah. about that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. No, was, that's been a big part of my, my journey for sure. I mean, Libra Stellium, right? Second house mm -hmm. just came <laughs> totally. in with those gifts. <laughs> um, a lot of hairstylists in my family. Um, and so, 
Yeah, you know, that part that, that I was a hairstylist for 18 years. And I mean, that part gave me the skills to work with people. You know, I'm mm. literally touching their crown chakra. I'm opening it mm. up. We're having totally. these deep conversations. You know, the person is usually the client's getting a haircut for some, you know, moment in their life or whatever. And that was the part that I really got excited about. You know, mm. like I wanted to know and I wanted to make them feel good, you know, and like mm -hmm. be of service in that way. And I, a lot of my clients would always tell me that it was more than just a haircut, you know? So mm -hmm. I feel like there was definitely something more going on there for sure. And now I'm so grateful for that many years, even though near the end I was, you know, I was pretty done <laughs> with mm -hmm. it. It's a tough gig, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, but now it's just like, I'm so thankful because, like I find such ease to be in space with people and to be of service and to listen to their stories and to have the capacity for that. And I, I quite enjoy it, that part. You know, I want to listen to pe where people are at and then um, use my tools in ways that I can support them, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like listening is one of those things that are... Um, really underrated and i've always found you to be such an excellent listener rebecca i think there's a way mm -hmm. in which when people come to your space they can feel seen and received you know mm -hmm. and it's very gentle but like that doesn't i think we have maybe as a society that there's the sense that gentleness is somehow weak it's like being with Rebecca is both fierce as fuck and also very gentle. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Yeah, Thank yeah, I agree. I think the the gentleness is really a portal, Rebecca, into mm. um, doing some of yeah. that more fierce work, right? Because I think when mm. we are not afraid and when we feel held, we can become braver and more courageous. Mm -hmm. Mm, thank you for that, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really feel that. And, and, um, to bring people into their hearts, right. The softening, bringing us into the heart. And, um, I'm so passionate about that, you know, being in heart space and not being able to, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be afraid to tell someone I love them, mm. you know, and just being able to express that love, like, and I want to love fiercely, you know, this mm -hmm. is not like a love and light thing. This is like, I'm courageous about telling people how much I care about totally. them. Each person totally. I sit with, like, I feel that way, mm. you know, mm -hmm. and I, I trust that um, the timing and pieces have come into place for us to be together in each session with someone. Mm -hmm. So I take it mm -hmm. quite seriously. Yeah. yeah it's so beautiful <laughs> i want to cry and hang out with too many pisces um yeah there's something that is so um it, it i guess jonathan you already said brave right like there's something that is so virtuous 
about that to mm-hmm. like make that choice to really show up and be with people mm-hmm. and let them show up how they are because i think that also when i think about getting my hair cut and the things that come up when i get my hair cut to these people that i don't generally have like as long of a relationship with but it's still just that like yeah well it's like an unspoken agreement i'm probably gonna end up telling you about my dad issues or whatever you know if i were a vague person <laughs> with vague dad issues <laughs> Um, yeah, that it's like, you're not just gonna sit there and take it. It's also understanding the role that you like the, the responsibility that it is Mm. to show up and tend that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I take that very seriously as well. Like in terms of, you know, the preparation beforehand, getting the space ready, my, my, my physical self ready. Mm. And then opening the space and being in that space and yeah, and the closing and the thanking and the gratitude. Um, and then also, you know, really allowing them to go on their own because I mm. always trust that like, like I'm not here to tell anyone what they don't already know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I really feel that way that whatever comes through are usually things that they already know, or maybe there'll be a piece that then, you know, in future time they see that thing and they're like, oh, that's that connection back to that reading, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because ultimately I I want people to feel like empowered that they're moving forward in their own path and aligned, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not about um, telling people what to do. Yeah. It's about mm-hmm. giving it back to them and sh- reflecting, you know, showing here it is. Mm-hmm. And now you get to move forward with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopefully it has helped you in some way. Yeah. What's it been like, Rebecca, going from, you know, helping people with their hair? And then also I know that you also do astrology readings, like helping people with their chart, like having this other... Um, I guess like this third party, you know, like the people's hair, people's chart, right? But then going directly into like doing psychic readings now where it feels to me like there's really kind of no barrier actually between you and this person, right? Or the you and whatever it is that you you are reading. What's that shift like been like for you? What's that shift been like for you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, well, it's taken a while. Like I want to just be open that like, you know, this is, this has, this has been many, many years and Mm. trusting in, you know, my next interest and just allowing myself to go there and to learn. And, um, I think that, yeah, it's been that, um, those moments of knowing when to change even if it's Mm. been difficult or for instance, my hair practice was incredibly hard for me to leave. Like it probably Mm. took me six years to leave it fully, you know? Well, that's a lot of breakups you have to do. You can't just like, (laughs) I I don't know how many regular clients you have, but that's not like one and done. (laughs) Yeah, definitely was a lot of my own work around that to, to come through for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and then coming into astrology with such interest, like I just, I really, I still really love it, but, um, you know, it's more of my analytical brain, 
mm. for that. Yes, it's feeling for sure, mm-hmm. but it is a lot of me like prepping the chart and like organizing and, you know, Virgo sun, Virgo rising, Virgo mercury. Like I do love that. Like give yeah. me a chart. I love <laughs> charts. Oh my God. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> and uh, I could do that. Yeah. So, um, but I guess what I've come to is what you're saying, Jonathan, is coming into more of that open space where it doesn't have to be so defined. So for instance, I do have a reading where I'm where I'm working with um astrology, tarot, and um this psychic reading in one reading. And I've labeled it as a creative, intuitive space, and I get to mm-hmm. kind of use whatever tools I want, however I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I do love coming in for some people cause to relay some of that um you know, more analytical, like knowing where the planets are and being like, this is happening for you. I see it in the stars, you know, I see it in the sky and like just explaining what that is. And then at the end of the the reading, having this beautiful space to come to um, that maybe feels a bit more nurturing to leave on. So I'm loving those readings as well, incorporating the two. Um, and yeah, coming into that yeah, it took a while, but I feel um, like things feel like less like work or like less, I don't even want to say the word hard, but, you know, there was always like a lot involved in me prepping where now mm-hmm. like I just show up mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like ease and it's natural and um, it's given me more space to think about my create creativity and my creative life. And that's, I'm really coming back into that again. I've, I've taken a break. Um, you know, I stopped painting around 2017, going on this journey, finding all of this, um, these new tools and this um, beautiful space that I now realize, you know, came from that creative space. So now I'm like, whoa, there's a mm. whole new thing here yeah. that I'm diving into. And um, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that's maybe a cyclical way of answering that question. Not sure if I did, but that's what wanted to come up. Beautiful. Um, that does make me curious if you want to share it all about um, the magician's table coming up. Yeah. Magician's table. <laughs> Which, yeah, well, we were in last year together, right? Mm-hmm. That's where we met Mary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that was a big portal for me, actually, you know, when it came to stepping into these readings full time or even seeing that that's what people were resonating with. Like, I was actually quite surprised through that journey how, um, yeah, how, you know, I I came in with being like, okay, I'm going to do some tarot readings and look at some astrology charts to trying this um maybe the second time with someone and and you know my um my other reader show you know reflecting back that it was amazing and I was like okay and I had just been where was I in my training probably about a year in mm. so I was still felt like really new still right and so now mm-hmm. I'm coming in with like you know another year of practicing this with clients for a full year and um yeah it's really I'm just so grateful. Yeah, that experience was really important for me. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. What has your and experience? I'm 
I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess it. we can talk about <laughs> it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, okay. Is it, <laughs> is it, it going to be announced okay. yet by the time this podcast comes out? I'm actually not yeah, sure. I think this week, possibly, it's going to be announced. This yeah. week, possibly, it's going to be announced. Okay. Perfect. Then let's just talk yeah. about it. <laughs> let's just do it. <laughs> you can cut it out if. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to be the 13th reader for this upcoming mm-hmm. magician's table, mm-hmm. and it's really exciting. Yeah, people are so and, lucky to um, have you. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a trip, is what I wanted to say. And um. Just speaking about, you know, being able to be in space with people, like to hold this group coming in and like, I just can't wait. Like, who are they mm-hmm. to meet them and then to be the 13th period to actually read with them and exchange and go through that um, experience again from this position. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm curious to see where I'm going to end up <laughs> mm-hmm. as well. Like, you know, because you're really in it as the 13th reader totally too so yeah yeah it's an intense period of time and i'm noticing you know now that we're coming back to the time frame of promo and just thinking about where i was then a year ago and where i was two years ago and i think going into it there's a sense of oh, who's going to be my new friend? And like, yes, that's true. But it's so, it's just so much deeper than that, than like what you can even, I mean, that's how I got to know Jonathan. So, yeah. And and to go back to um, something you said in the reading about like over lifetimes, I mean, it's like minorly embarrassing, but here we are, we have a podcast together. I just remember like the first time that Jonathan and I talked, I was like, I feel like we have a karmic connection, maybe. And I was like, oh, embarrassing. <laughs> but then I was like, well, all right. It's been confirmed by Rebecca. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, and you're talking to Jonathan too. So he was like, oh yeah. I'm like, yeah karmic <laughs> lifetimes you know mm-hmm. dimensions mm-hmm. so here for it yeah mm-hmm. yeah wow i didn't realize that was where you had met for the first time that's so yeah. cool yeah mm-hmm. and i remember reading wow. your application mary because i was the 13th reader for that particular round right oh. and just feeling like i don't know like you know when you haven't even met the person in real life and you just knew that you were going to be friends that's kind of how it mm-hmm. felt like mm-hmm <laughs> like we had never even like i had never even like talked to you mary like honestly at that point like i hadn't even known how to like pronounce your last name no how about that (laughs) (laughs) well and it's funny with rebecca because i feel like she was like a mutual friend to so many people that Mm -hmm. i know and so Mm -hmm. i followed her on instagram but it was kind of like I really wish I actually knew this person. And then I was psyched when we were in Magician's Table together for my second time around. me too. Yeah, me too. I remember um, seeing that, you know, we started to follow each other and just being like, who is this amazing person who is like in the ocean and like, you know, like chucking oysters, like no big deal. (laughs) Mary. (laughs) We all have... (laughs) normal things on instagram normal life things Mm. 
that it's funny, but I think that also speaks to like what Jonathan and I like to talk about a lot, which is like these friendships being real friendships Mm -hmm. that like primarily, yes, this is happening over the internet, but so what? And, Mm -hmm. and to bring in what, um, Leah was bringing Leah Garza in, um, living systems the other day brought up, uh, were we talking about like cybernetics, right? Where it's Mm -hmm. like this computer, like we are cyborgs, like this computer is an extension of my eyes and my ears. And I can't see all the way to Canada. I can't Mm -hmm. see all the way to New York. And yet I'm able to. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm just so surprised. Um, I didn't know I could make these deep, meaningful friendships online mm-hmm. like this. Like I just yeah. didn't know. And I'm, yeah, mind blown by it. And uh, yeah, just truly feel like you know more about me than a lot of people in my community. <laughs> you know, mm. like, I mean, we, we really go places and. It's just so wonderful yeah. to have um, the support from you both, but also be alongside you through this journey of how we're exploring, you know, all these things that we're interested in in this these um these realms, right? And and to be able to be in that same um, pathway is just incredibly mm-hmm. supportive. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's pretty lonely out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. the experience for a lot of people. I mean, even for me, living in New York, it's only recently that I started to have friends who have the same interest as as I do now. You know, with all of these mystical endeavors, and um, it's fascinating to to also think about how the pandemic has helped us create these communities that are not necessarily rooted in our physical locality, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's and like it, oh, sorry. blessing piece of it for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really experience, say, well, I really experience when I'm with people now who aren't, even people that I know from the internet, just people that I pass on the street, there is like more of a sense of wonder about Mm. people. That's Mm. just like, wow, just look at you, you little cutie. (laughs) Like when when I saw Jonathan in real life where it's like, oh, look at you. You're like kind of as tall as I thought you were or whatever, like those things. But I think it carries over into Mm -hmm. like that appreciation of, what it means to physically be present with people and not just in the energy, not just, but like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like there, I, I think there's yeah. just a, like just seeing the magic of what it even means to be a human mm-hmm. is something that seems maybe just post pandemic in general. Yeah. But or not yeah. post, you know, still ongoing, still but, ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you brought that in though, Mary, because I do feel like as much as the pandemic is still ongoing, we are morphing into a different way of dealing with it and mm-hmm. to accepting it as part of our reality now. Um, yeah. And, and there's, 
it it's making me think what you what you were just saying mary kind of made me think about how the online world becomes yet another mirror for us because mm-hmm. when we think about it a lot of the things have been mirrors right like for example you know as someone who was really immersed in the performing arts for a while like the stage was always a mirror to like real life right like it's only happening maybe you know a music concert or like a play is only happening for like an hour or two hours right but that became a reflection of life of what is actually happening in our lives and i think similarly our online world is also becoming a mirror for us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i have a curiosity that i kind of want to want to follow here with both of you because earlier both of you were talking about working on art and maybe this is going to be the last thing that we talk about in this conversation um i guess first of all i'm curious to hear what that experience of working together bridging fusing the artistic and the spiritual has been like for the two of you in your work together um where i was not present (laughs) and then also um yeah anything you might want to share rebecca and Mary about about that process of of really acknowledging both your mystical self and your artistic self and maybe how they're not separate but you have to learn to see that they're not separate if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well I mean first of all it was just um, amazing to work with you Mary and felt so easy and natural and like you already knew the space, you know, like, and and that's what I already, like, felt going into it. I already knew that you were doing this work. So just by providing mm-hmm. you with the tools and, um, yeah, just some, you know, ways of seeing it maybe that, um, that I share with you from my own experience. Um, it was really cool to then see where you took it and where you were shining and what was resonating with you, like I felt like within the, you know, three week, I know our container extended longer, but there are three times together, but there was in between the things that would come up were always like just as interesting as our time together and like mm. seeing um, just what it gave to you to now go forward with. Um, I'm I'm just so impressed by that. Like I didn't expect that and I'm um, also excited for you. Yeah, I'm really excited well, to see what comes. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, I didn't expect that to. I mean, why would I not expect Rebecca to say nice things about me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like bashful. Um, yeah, I think it was like so recently I came across a lot of pastels that I had done like five years ago now. Mm. And it was funny to look at them and some of them I not that they were like oh this is a really great whatever I just remember being like huh I was really sucked into that and and that like with Rebecca with these these glimpses that seem to have happened over the course of time it's like I would go through these phases of drawing a lot or like making a lot of music and then to sort of like I, I really mean this and I'm not just saying this because I am obsessed with Rebecca, but um, I, re- I really mean it was like 
that was like before times and like these are the after times of being Mm. like this is the clear goal that I have like when I sit down to make something I have like my process like I Mm. thought that and I have had things that I've like okay let's like get into this thing but it really felt like I know now what I need to do and I know that I can do that. And it feels like it just helped me build so much confidence around like, maybe it's not even ever about like what you produce, but just like showing up as a devotion. And it feels like my Taurus is very, (laughs) very happy there. Um, And yeah, I'm just so grateful that I got to have that series of, of sessions with you because it's, even as you were saying, like, especially on like the earlier meetings, like, oh, well, you're probably familiar with this concept. It's like, yeah, that's true. But it's very different to come at it with a goal in mind of like, what is the thing that I want to be working on? Mm -hmm. And how can I use this to like, guide that and and set like, good container, uh, like boundaries around that? Wow. Wow. Thank you for that, Mary. Well, it was awesome. Yeah. So, such a good time to work with so, you. Clearly, I highly recommend her if you're interested in <laughs> sessions. You know, good times are ahead for you. <laughs> Thank you. Now I'm blushing. <laughs> um, we need to get Jonathan to blush. What can we know? <laughs> yeah. I was just going to ask you, Jonathan. Um, I'd love to ask you one thing because I know we're getting ready to close, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, you are such a beautiful musician and I would love to just hear if there's anything you wanted to share about this process of, you know, creativity Mm. and spirituality and where they meet and maybe what you've experienced for yourself, anything you want to share? Yeah, I guess something, (laughs) something I would love to share is about my relationship to my voice, which has always been really fraught. Mm in so many different dimensions but i think for me both having this podcast as well as uh hosting healing the spirit have been really powerful in kind of the process of the reclamation of my voice and you know with healing the spirit it was really extreme because it was an experience of you know for the first 20 to 25 episodes, I was literally listening to every single one of them and editing every single one of them. And, you know, the editing process of like an hour and a half worth of conversation is probably about three, four hours-ish. So it was like a lot of hours of listening to my own voice, listening to the way that I sound like on a physical level, but also listening Mm -hmm. to the way that my thoughts come out of me. And so that process of, really seeing my own reflection so clearly and going from like mm, awkwardness, embarrassment, maybe low-grade disgust into just appreciation and and normalcy and neutrality has been really, really interesting, you know? And I think um, wow. being doing my spiritual work has forced me to use my voice because how how else am I going to do it? You know, I can't mm-hmm. do reading without talking. <laughs> so um, yeah, giving myself a lot of permission to embrace the ways that I I speak, and then I think stepping into my life is better with you in it with Mary has been another step up because something that I've always just intuited in my relationship with Mary is 
the way that I, I can just be present. You know, I can just be, and we just show up with what is right. I mean, this was. Um, I think we were joking about this a little bit, Mary, in one of our voice memos about like this idea of like rolling with Mary, or maybe before this conversation started. <laughs> oh, before this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> before this conversation rolling. started. <laughs> yeah, like just this idea of like rolling with it, you know. And mm-hmm. even um, there's something I think in in our collaboration, Mary, that really has given me a lot of permission to just show up in an authentic way, which means mm-hmm. also spontaneously in whatever way I want, I need, I need to show up in that moment, you know, like not always super articulate maybe, but also not always super profound, but maybe a little bit silly, you know, and giving myself that Mm -hmm. permission to just be there and be as I am, uh, I think has been a huge game changer. I'm still moving back into my artistic practice and creating space for that, but I can see and feel that, I am now in the space where when I come back to it, it will be totally different for me. Like I will mm-hmm. have been a totally different person. Wow. And I'm really excited to see oh. what comes out of that because again, you know, I think the the product is the symptom, right? And the real thing is the process. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. Just love that, Jonathan. Mm. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> I know oh, I have wow. a lot of things oh, and... that I want to say back to that, but I'm Go like, it, that's Mary. not this part. Wait, should I? Yeah, well, why not? Just the, well, <laughs> I'm like, I don't it. know. Aren't we supposed to be talking about Rebecca? Rebecca's life is better with us in it. Yeah. Okay, we get that. So more about me. Um, yeah, I think it's the, the practice of listening back to your voice, which Rebecca is you know, on a roll with podcasts lately. So mm-hmm. get ready. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that practice, it's, it's funny to think, um, like sometimes when I, when I've listened back, like if it's me singing or something, I'm like, oh, okay, I can handle that. But there's something about like being in conversation and listening to it back and being like, wow, I am very silly with this person. Like, this is just like, <laughs> Stop laughing. Like, why are you giggling all the time, you dummy? <laughs> and that's just kind of like, oh, so that's what that combo is like. And I love that. Awesome. It's really like it would be impossible, I think, for us to be like, all right, let's do this. Like how I think you and I like are in a lot of ways, like we take stuff seriously. And it's like, oh, that's cute. Like we could not do that if we tried. Mm-hmm mm-hmm totally <laughs> totally yeah Aww. maybe maybe wow. in that you know that uber serious conversation is if you and i have a podcast rebecca then it will be very serious <laughs> but i think <laughs> but i be. think <laughs> like just my dynamic with mary we're just really rolling with it and yeah you yeah. know as as you mentioned earlier mary like we almost named this podcast having fun and feeling good <laughs> because that's the point <laughs> I yeah. love it. Mm. Your t-shirts, your merch. Oh, <laughs> I know it is well, kind of our I, motto. <laughs> I just want to reflect to you both that to, um, yeah, to be on this podcast with you both and be in the space, like, um, it's just really beautiful to witness. And mm. um, I just want to reflect that to you because, yeah, it's awesome. It's such a good time. It's, it's easy you. to show up and um, to be with you. 
Mm, appreciate you. you so much, Rebecca. Yeah. How can people find your work? No. Well, you can find me on my website, rebeccapaget.ca, and you can find my services there. <laughs> and so I have um, a couple different readings, ways to work with me, and then there's also the the new um, sessions that I'm doing with people of creating their own magical practice. So you mm. can inquire there through email. And you can also find me on Instagram at rebeccapaget.oracle. And mm. you'll see sort of more of my art reflections there, like what I'm creating. It feels like a creative space to me. Um, Amazing. Instagram, as opposed to more businessy. Yeah. Website for business. Yeah. Creativity, Instagram. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Of course. Um, any final questions you want to ask Rebecca? Um, Mary? Um, I don't think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I think I feel pretty complete. I've just been so... Yeah. I just want to express so much gratitude, Rebecca, for mm -hmm. being so generous with your time and for doing a reading for us. Um, that really means a lot. And for, yeah, just spending time with us, really. You're one of our dearest friends Aww. and one of our, our most favorite people. I, I think mm -hmm. I can speak for Mary as well, so... Uh -huh. yeah. We're yeah. obsessed with you. So Yeah. Oh, We're always like well, I'm also oh. obsessed with you both. <laughs> just a pleasure. Like, yeah. Oh. Just truly happy to be here. Thank mm. you so much. Thank love you. you this was really fun. We love you. Mm, love you, Rebecca. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, love you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>